Welcome to Best Served, a podcast recognizing unsung hospitality heroes. Join Chef Jensen Cummings as he chops it up with industry leaders about the humans who've impacted their lives and careers. From childhood guides, to ass-kicking mentors, to the team members in the trenches that make it all happen. Help us celebrate these rock stars by sharing our show and nominating your own unsung hospitality heroes. Connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Now here is your host. What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Very exciting. Two shows today, all from Denver. Right now, I have Zuri Resendez, who is the executive sous chef of Catavella in Denver, Colorado. Zuri, thanks for taking some time, my friend. No, thank you for the time, and thank you for the invite. It's a pleasure. Yeah, you look great, man, in the chef whites. You're the first one we've had in chef whites. I really appreciate that. Well... To be honest, this is the first time that I wear my fancy chef coat since all of this has started. And it feels great, to be honest. You know, like, nowadays, we uh, we don't have customers. So you just grab a black shirt, black pants, and your apron, and then you go to work. And to be honest, I miss that. You know, I miss to get ready. It's like going to, to the bottle. Like, you put your chef coat on, you get your knife ready, and then you go to work. So this is the first time I get to wear it. Thank you. I'm, I am so grateful for the fact that you get to wear that. Like the second I saw you, I was just fired up because I know what that means. It seems like a little thing, but sharpening your knives, putting on your whites and putting on an apron, like it means something, I think. So, so I appreciate that. Yes. All right. It's been a while now, six weeks since we've been in this, you know, and I wanted you on because when we talked for Elise's episode and just for everyone watching, go to bestservepodcast.com, Elise Wiggins episode, you get a little glimpse of Zuri and it's amazing how inspiring it is to hear you talk about your people. And so now, six weeks into this, I've been noticing you posting pictures of you cooking in the kitchen, posting pictures of you working out. You just are staying very positive. And I was not surprised. But but take us back six weeks ago before you kind of hit this new normal of being able to kind of put positivity out there. And I mean, shit was hitting the fan and you guys had to figure things out. So take us back. What were those first conversations with Elise and the team like? So to be honest, nobody was ready for this, right? Uh, when, when everything started, it's like everything. Oh, it's going to end soon. I don't think it's going to be that bad. I don't think nothing's going to happen. And then it was like one day to another. They're like, okay, everything, everybody closed down. Yeah. And I'm really glad and thankful. I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm saying this, but I'm glad and thankful that Chef Elise is a visionary. She's a, a true leader. You know, and that keeps me inspired. She's just like, I can say my hero, like you say, heroes of the industry. She's yeah. one of them. And uh, there's many out there too. But uh, she didn't, she was. She started thinking about it right away. Like, what are we going to do? Let's, let's plan B, let's plan Z, plan D, E, F, you yeah. know, and then uh, we, we'll make it work. And she always was positive. Of course, we all go to our houses and we, uh, we think differently, right? Like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Oh my God, I'm gonna lose my job, right? But every day that she come back, she'll bring different ideas to the table. All right, this is what we wanna do. Let's change the menu, let's adapt, let's use everything that we have, let's control our food costs. So she kept us motivated, you know? And even if we lose all our people, we plan to keep the most important ones, like the ones with babies, the ones with families. So we, uh, we start to let go the teenagers, the ones that live with their parents, we let them go. Then. People, that we know they're going to make a good unemployment because they're servers. 
So we let them go too. We let them go too. And then we focus on keep the team they, as much as we can to help them out, you know? And that's what we've do, what we, what we been doing. We do curbside, we do delivery and picked up. Yeah, I, I really love just, again, how thoughtful it is. This is such a hard time. There are no right ways to do things. There's no plan for this to your point. You have plan A through Z and you're probably on plan L and M right now because it's been changing every single hour, every single day. So that's really important for you in this moment as having the leadership from Elise, but then you as well, definitely having that leadership inside of you. What's it like on the day-to-day staying motivated yourself, doing the live videos that you've done that Elise has done as well to kind of keep yourself, your team, your community like inspired in this time when it's really easy to be cynical or to be depressed? Exactly. So to be honest, I was getting kind of depressed the first two days and stuff because you miss the crowd, especially Katy Bella is an open concept. People sit down in front of you. You have communication with them. It's like they see they see you every day. Hi, Chef. How you doing? What are the specials? You know, and you're motivated by that. That's your that's your like your adrenaline. That's your drug of every day. Yes. So for two for two days, I just I was just thinking about okay, what's next? What's next? You know, and we all in the back of our heads as a chefs, we all have like, oh, I want to work out. Maybe next year. Maybe next month. I don't have time. Oh, I have this event coming up. Oh, I can't. You know. But I was like, now I have the time. So what I'm gonna do? To keep me motivated and keep the people motivated at Catibella. So I was like, okay, I, I know I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to run. I'm going to do something that I haven't done in a while. So I started, I started work, walking to the park and, and then run and then running and then jumping. And now I'm boxing, jumping, running. And to be honest, I have a lot of energy now. I'm so hyper. But yeah. when I go to work. I transmit that, you know, like my people's like, oh, how was your run? How was the workout? So they're all, we have stuff to talk about. And also our customers that follow us on our websites, they're like, oh, great run, chef. Hey, how you doing? So they see what we're doing. So we try to keep them motivated. We try, we, we have to let them know that we're there and we're getting ready for them when everything is over. We're ready to open for them. Zuri, you're, you're my hero, man. I just, <laughs> it's, it's, your energy is amazing and it's, it's not, it's so in you. So it's very, very clear that it's genuine and that, man, I want to come, I want to come cook with you, my friend, for sure. So and anytime, <laughs> I know, especially in those whites, man, I think I have some black chef coats somewhere that I got to dust off, but I, I appreciate <laughs> the motivation, the energy that you have. And so your, Doing curbside, you guys are trying to, you said, rotate through some of your people to be able to have them have hours and things like that. You mentioned something that I realized in 53 episodes that we haven't talked about. And we've talked about curbside a lot. We've talked about what's happening at restaurants. And that is the community. We call them regulars. But in this moment, you're recognizing that they are family and they are truly supporting your family. And you said one of the ways you've been able to support people a little bit more, the ones with families and kids and things like that, is because people have been so generous with their tips. Talk about that. Yeah, so uh, the first week we didn't know what to do, right? Uh, because you cannot just bring somebody in. Just like that, you don't, you don't have the income to pay them. Yeah. So we, uh, we were sad to let everybody almost go into all the loans got approved and all that kind of stuff. And then, uh, but the first week we noticed the, the, the community was really, really uh, positive on tips. They were tipping really, really good. 
So we start asking people, they want to donate their time. Like, would you like to donate your time? We don't know how much money you're going to get uh, because we bring in one server, one cook, and then you guys can split the tips. You know, that's you guys. And then thank God it's been great. It's been working great and they've been receiving help as that, you know. I mean, some days it's good, some days are bad, but I think something is better than nothing. And that's yeah. and as well. And also we want to show them that we care, that we want them there. We don't, we don't want to let them go because they're family. We spend nine to 10 hours together. We have family meal together. I know their kids' birthdays. I know their allergies. I know when they're sad. I know when they're hangover. I know when they're sick. It's like, dude, like I, I miss you guys. <laughs> you know, like I cannot just let you go. It's so, so important. And creating that little bit of rapport. So you have an open concept there. So you have a little bit more connection with your guests. A lot of times cooks, especially in the kitchen, they never see guests. They only hear about complaints from a guest or food got sent back or they have weird requests, right? And so there's a disconnect. In an open concept, you have that connection. And then it feels like even more so, you said, you see people ordering two and three or four times a week and you see their name again and again and again. And now you're starting to have a connection with them that probably feels deeper even than just having them come in on a busy Friday and you wave at them real quick and then you run back to what you're doing. Maybe talk about the depth that you feel like is getting formed through the relationships of the support today. It feels great. You know, like we have a special guy uh, talking about that. His name is Gary. I don't know if he's watching this, but uh, he calls every single day at 2.30. We open at 3. To ask for the specials. He always gets the special of the day. And he always picked it up at 3 to, to 3.15. Every single day. And also, like, uh, we all did, we are, we're doing a special events, you know? Like, we're doing Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. So, we're doing Cinco de Mayo, and we're also doing Mother's Day brunch. And he always calls. And he's like, oh, get, get me one package. The funny thing about him is that he doesn't eat pork. Uh, he doesn't eat pork. He doesn't eat, like, fatty things. And he is really healthy. So, I, I already know his diet, you know? And I try to make him happy. Like, I throw some extra stuff. Like, he, he loves the rabbit gnocchi, but he doesn't like rabbit. He loves the other stuff. So I throw asparagus, mushrooms, tomatoes, extra stuff in there. But he's always there at the same time. Gary is so important. I want to stay with Gary and maybe Gary specifically, but more what that means, because I don't think we talk about it enough. Gary, and we have to find Gary and make sure that he watches this so he gets the thanks. But there are thousands and thousands and thousands of Gary's all across this city, all across the state of Colorado and across the country that are, are finding a way to scrape together some dollars, which they're probably tight for them as well right now, to support the things that matter to them. Like, go keep talking about Gary or just what it feels like to be able to have somebody like Gary because I want everyone to know they should be acknowledging their Gary because we all have them and we all need them in this time. That's true. That's very true. It is. And it's funny because I get to work and I'm like, oh, let's make sure we get uh, Gary's order ready, okay? Because he's going to be here soon. And they're like, okay, you know, and it's the one ordered by you're really trying to make that order happy, you know, because you know he's going to come back every single day. And the worst part you wanna, want it to happen is like, maybe he doesn't like it. No, <laughs> you want to make sure Work. every day is different and beautiful and perfect and delicious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gary. Gary, I, I will make sure Zuri and I will find a way to get this to you because 
you matter. So when he calls today at 2.30, make sure and let him know to come check this out because I want him to know. And I want to see more of it. Uh, like, this is a call to action. Everybody watching this right now who's in a restaurant, who has a Gary, and I know that you do, please tell me that you do. Like, share a picture of their order going out with their name on the ticket and a nice note that you wrote them and write and tag us, hashtag Unsung Hospitality Heroes, because they are also heroes in our industry all the time. They always are. We forget about it because we're so go, go, go. But in this moment, Gary, matters so much so please please share the love and acknowledgement for your gary and i love it yes to make you famous my friend i appreciate that <laughs> i'll do that today i want to be like gary can i take a picture of you taking your order away <laughs> yes gary gary you are the guy and there's so many again so many out there and we need to acknowledge them because they're doing something important we've talked about a lot on this show spend your money now where you want to spend it later because you want exactly. those to exist. You want to support those humans. So I'm, a, I'm grateful for you for telling us about Gary. And I'm really grateful to Gary. Gary, I hope to shake your hand one day because you, you, you matter. So, all right. Now that we got Gary out of our system a little bit, let's talk about the food a little bit. We don't do that very often on this, but I've been really inspired by watching you cook. Like Thank everybody you. watching you or who knows, you knows that your energy is infectious for sure. You spread positivity. We're taking those words and making them a weapon for good. Positivity, spreading infectious positivity. That's you. And so, you know, watching you pull a whole branzino out of the oven and do a simple dish or, you know, I saw maybe a, a shrimp risotto or a couple different dishes. And I'm just not only do I want the dish, but I want to be there when you're cooking it. So talk about what it really means for you to be able to cook something simple like a whole roasted fish in this time. To be honest, it means a lot, you know, just the privilege of having it and thinking about the people who doesn't have it. Yeah. Because that's the other, that's the other side of the, uh, of the book. It's just, uh, you have, you, we are privileged and we have to be so thankful, not only as a chef, but as a human beings that we have that opportunity just to see the fish in your hands, you know? Um, as a chef, sometimes we take, uh, we take things for granted. And right now as a chef, it's really important for us to really watch what we uh, watch all of our tools, like food costs to use everything that you had, everything you have to use, you know, every single thing. This, the, the, right now is not a time to get fancy. There's not a time to be, oh, today is the time to get creative, to be is the time to use the most of you can. And Chef Liz and me are. We've been doing that, you know, since day one, she make a list of everything in the restaurant. She's like, we want to make bread pudding. We want to make all of these. We want to make southern. So we want to make Mexican. We're going to make this. We're going to make that because we are chefs and we have to use every single thing. We cannot waste any pennies because it's going to be hard, you know. And, um, and I kind of get it. I, I get it a lot because when I grew up, you see all of that. Where I come from in Mexico City, you see all that growing up, you know? And now I come over here, I never expected to leave it on this way in a restaurant where you have to count every single penny and to make sure nothing goes bad. And on the other side, I like to cook, I like to cook and make those dishes because it's like I tell my sous chef, oh, let's play it nice, let's play it beautiful, even if it's just for the picture and then we, we eat it all. Because you wanna satisfy yourself. You wanna see it on the plate and see how, how it looks like, you know, as a chef. It's not the same way you put it in a to-go container 
and if you played it in a, a nice wide plate with all the colors around it, and you're like, okay, my, my job is done here. And people yeah. see it too, and people eat with their eyes, and they want to eat it. You know what I want? Now, now I'm going to challenge you. I want to see a video from you where you show people how to plate your dish and then have everything separated out in their to-go box. So when they get home, I want them, I want Gary to post a video of him plating the dish that you That's showed him. Cool. That kind of creativity and connection to our community is going to be so important. Do you feel like you are going to cook differently once this is all over, whatever that means, do you feel like you're going to cook differently because of this experience, because of how you've been forced to simplify, but now really focus on what your cooking means to that community, to Gary and everybody like Gary? I think so. I think uh, I've, been do I've been doing a lot of cooking. I've been experimenting a lot. I've been using stuff that I didn't even know how to use it, you know? And uh, yes, of course, uh, we will be making some different stuff, of course, without losing the Italian side. And we're getting ready for the people, you know, and that's why we're doing these videos. We've been practicing. And uh, that's why on my days off, I also cook at home because I want them to see that we're ready for them, you know. And I, it's like I told Chef, any special request that they want, yes, Chef, we'll do it. And hopefully, hopefully everything goes back to normality and we can open a 50% of, of the restaurant, you know. I completely love it. I think it's an interesting thing when we think about how we're cooking because sometimes you can get too chefy, right? You can have access to every beautiful ingredient from all over the world. You can show how intricate your techniques are and all these things. What we're realizing now is people just want the food to nourish them, to make them feel good, to feel connected to you in that moment is what's the most important thing. So they don't care about the bronzino. Amazing fish, beautiful, perfect size. It roasts up unbelievably great the skin is beautiful not too many bones all these reasons that we like it as chefs yet for them they like it because you cooked it with love and that is the simplest form of hospitality and that's what i feel like is showing off right now and so when you reflect on that you know when you get to invite people back into your dining room for the first time i can't wait and i hope there's a video of that because the energy you're going to have is going to be through the roof my friend what is that like? What is that moment that you want to capture for people when you get to invite Gary back into the dining room for the first time? To be honest, I would like to make him a special dish, you know, like invite him over. If I can, dinner on me and just ask him, what do you like? And whatever he says, I will, I'll be like, don't even tell me. I know what you like. Can I, can I ask permission to make you something and just bring it to the table? I'll send it over with the server and just make sure he's happy he has a nice dining experience because we are looking forward for that dining experience where you can sit down, where you can see people around you because we are human beings and we are, we have to be connected, you know, and there's something like we don't get it because we like all oh, social distance. It doesn't matter. You say, oh, I don't like people. I like to be alone. No, we need from each other. We feed from everybody's energy. It doesn't matter if it's bad or it's good. That's how we learn. You know, you, you get a little bit of bad, a little bit of good, and then you decide what to be. But at the end, we need, we need that energy. Dude, you're a, you're a beat poet, my friend. I, I absolutely could not agree more. So I'm so excited to have had you on. Anybody who doesn't know you now is going to be like, that guy is my spirit animal, for sure. <laughs> Thanks, <So man. laughs> I'm grateful. It's infectious right now. I woke, I was in bed till 8.30 this morning, just being lazy, kind of like, eh, you know, like I didn't have the energy. 
And then the second I started thinking about talking to Zuri today, I was fired up and now everyone sees why. Everyone who knows, you know. And so I think what you just said was very interesting in that I know what you you want and need, Gary, because I've spent my time now reflecting on you, your likes and dislikes, the way that I can connect with you. I think that's going to be really important. How do you communicate that to your team? It's something that's instinctual in you. You just have a, an ability to have high energy and connect to people. That's a, that is a challenge for other people, you know? And so when you're communicating to your team what hospitality now means coming out of this, it has a little bit of a different spin. It's not necessarily just about the dishes from Italy, but it's about connecting that history, that heritage, those ingredients, those techniques, and your spirit to Gary. And uh, what is that yeah. conversation like with your team? Because I know leadership is important to you. Yeah, I think on, nowadays leadership is really important. It's when you really show if you're a leader or you were just a boss, you know? And then, um, so that's why I try to be positive. That's why I try to make a change in my life because I, I didn't want to go to work in a bad mood or sad or depressed because I was going to transmit that. And if you transmit that to your team, then we all, like, you know, we all go to hell. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I started like waking up early, go work out, do whatever I have to do, and then think positive. And uh, I had this person back in the day who always told me, if you shine, everybody around you is going to shine because you're, you're shining too much. They, they want to shine like you. So you got to be positive, make sure they are positive. And even if, they, if they're in a bad mood, find out why and try not to correct them, but try to help them. Try to make them shine as well, you know. Teach them, because not every we. And that's why something that I learned growing up. Everybody is different. Everybody yeah. has different perspectives of life. Everybody likes punk metal. Some people like reggae. Some people likes basketball. Some people likes football. So yeah. at that point, you realize that everybody is different. But as a team, we all have to think the same because we want something to work. It's like a train. There, I'm like a. I'm like the the engine of that train that's pulling them. And if I, one of my parts doesn't work, then they stop working. So I transmit that to them, you know, and I, I let them know stories. Like right now we're Mexican, making Mexican food, right? Chef Elise is amazing making Mexican food. I'm Mexican myself, so we get together. So she tells me, she told me her, her time in Mexico and then I tell them how I grew up in Mexico. And then I'm like, okay, we're gonna make the salsa, we're gonna make fajitas, we're gonna make, and then I ask them, how do you make fajitas in, in your state? How do you make carne asada on your state? I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So we're always talking about positive stuff instead of like, even on the first week, we were talking about the, the virus, the virus, the virus, the virus. And at one point I was like, guys, just stop it, man. Yeah. Like, really? We need to talk about something different. I know we're like, we're in the middle of this hole. Everybody is. But just think about it. We still have work. We get to work every day. Some people can do that. Some people didn't even have a job when this started. Yeah. Or some people was about to start something. I'm thinking about those Johnson and Gold kids. They were about to graduate. Thinking about, oh, I'm about, it's my graduation is coming. I'm going to be a chef. I get to wear them in a real restaurant. So we take things for granted. We are, I think sometimes we're so selfish that we don't really think about the other people outside. You know, and that's how I tell my team. We have to be strong, guys. We have to make it happen. We have to push no matter let's find projects let's clean i already clean no matter let's make it clean let's make it shiny you know so always 
always find something to do and see the positive way behind everything. Zuri, you need to start doing motivational videos, man. <laughs> you think? I think that's the exercise, man. It gets me all hyped, hyped up. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. If you need help, I will help you make that happen. You are one of the most inspiring people that I've talked to. And I have talked to some serious heavy hitters across the country in our industry, you know, and, and I spend a lot of time understanding the humans in hospitality. I'm telling you, man, you got some magic, kid. I'm telling Thank you. Thank you. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to work on something. Everybody, there are motivational videos. I don't care if you're <laughs> in the restaurant industry or not. The dude will get you fired up to do something with your day. So... I, I really, really appreciate it. And so I want to know, we always end with some playlist items. I want to know, what are you listening to, watching, reading, eating, something that gets you this hyped up? Because I need that in my life, my friend. <laughs> of course. So for workout, I always listen. I go back to my high school years. So 2000s hip hop and R&B. <laughs> you know, 50 Cent, Eminem, Miss Elliot. Anything that has a shake, shaking booties, I listen to it because it gets your blood pumped, you know? And you go back in high school and you're like, oh my God, yeah, I like that. Let's go, <laughs> let's go. So to work out, I think hip hop and uh, 2000s hip hop though. I think from 2000 to 2010. It's a good time. Now, yeah, it's, it's, it's always a great time, but those were the best, I think. <laughs> I like that. All right, what and else? To, There's stuff that you're cooking at home? And then when I cook at home, when I cook yeah. at home, I really like uh, to to chill, more like chill music. I like like funk. Is this an artist called Macedo? He's a Jamaican guy. Nice. He does like infusion of jazz, hip hop, R and B, and psychedelic. So it's pretty chill, man. I love reggae when I cook. I really like to get inspired by the by the music, by the by the rhythm, by the by the beat. You know, I feel like yeah. every time I'm cooking and listening to this, it's like it's like my my food gets fusion to the music. And it's just beautiful. So I do that when I when I cook, to be honest. Oh, I like that. And, do you find yourself yeah. connecting like, all right, I'm cooking uh, bronzino today. I need some reggaeton because that's really going to create a vibe that's going to yeah, make that. Yeah, exactly. And then my wife is Latina, you know, so reggaeton is always in my life. Of and course. Then, uh, even if I don't, I don't put it on my list, reggaeton always comes out. But yeah, I think it's like you have to be positive, man, and always listen to positive stuff, you know. And it doesn't matter if you like it or not, believe me. There's, there's some songs that are going to make you dance or make you stand up or, do, or be like, oh, are you going to be doing this at least? Because <laughs> yeah. it's happy music. It's good music. It's a good vibe. Oh, man. It's, it's really, really great to, to hear and see the energy that you have. I think it's so important in this time for us to be really thoughtful about how we're interacting with each other, how we're interacting with ourselves and the kind of the spirit that we're presenting out there. So I'm grateful for that. All right, man. Give me like, I just need a little bit more. Just a little bit more before I let you go. You know, when you when you wake up in the morning and you do have those moments of like doubt and feeling like that angst, like we all do, just give me a couple thoughts of something that just like gets you right out of that rut. The sky, the sun, my cooks, my plates. Yeah, man, to be honest. The sky and the sun, especially here in Colorado, man. We have a beautiful, beautiful sky. We have the mountains. We got the Rocky Mountains. Right now, we have everything. We have spring, we have summer, and we have winter. You look to the Rocky Mountains, there's winter covered of snow. And then you look on top of you, there's spring, beautiful sun. And then once you start running, there you go, summer. 
you know so it's so many things to be just thankful man you know and and we're gonna we're gonna beat this thing you know and if we don't beat it we have to adjust we have to adapt because that's what really uh heroes does man like we have to adapt it's not the intelligent of the strongest it's always who adapts better to sur who survives and we are chefs so we're always adapting we always surviving we live out of adrenaline man we fix problems like this so we have to do this in real life too we have to apply what we know as a professionals in a real life as well and think about it man that's all i can say to be honest man that's all you can say. That's like some mic, mic drop shit right there, right. man. That's great. And every one of those hip hop artists you just mentioned would be proud. Even the way you talk is like you're spitting bars, my friend. You're definitely like a hip hop <laughs> artist stuck in a chef's body, you know? I Thank you. I'm grateful. I'm really grateful. Zuri, I appreciate you. Now everybody appreciates you and Gary. We're going to follow up. We need to connect with Gary and we need to get you out doing some motivational videos, my friend, because that would get me fired up. Anytime. I appreciate it, man. Have a great day. I know you will. You too, man. Thank you. Bye. Cheers. I don't need to say anything else. That guy says it all. I knew the second I talked to him and when Elise said, you have to talk to Zuri, I understand why. Unbelievable unbelievable energy you guys can just tell it's just super inspiring the way he talks about himself his people the way he cooks his guests you know that's part of the equation that i think we're forgetting right now there's so many struggles within the industry within the restaurants within our community we forget that there are some people out there that are scraping together dollars that they may or may not even have to buy that dish that you're cooking today to show respect and love for allowing you to do what you're passionate about and also to try and just put a couple bucks in people's pockets. So really grateful for that. Zuri, unbelievable. Cannot have a bad day after talking to him. And listen to the full episode. Go to bestservepodcast.com or wherever you get podcasts and find Elise Wiggins' episode somewhere early on, maybe episode 10, something like that. And uh, Zuri is at the tail end of that which is uh, really great. You get a lot of this type of vibe and energy from him. And that was a function of the show. We haven't gotten to that point, but every second we, people shout out and nominate some of their unsung hospitality heroes. We have a second voice on every single episode of the full podcast because I want that acknowledgement going into the ecosystem. And everybody who's the second voice, like Zuri, is going to down the road at some point have their own episode. They get to acknowledge somebody else and pay that hospitality forward. That is the entire reason that the Best Served podcast exists. That's why hashtag Unsung Hospitality Heroes is something we're putting out there and promotes and share every time we see somebody else acknowledging somebody else. So Zuri is a big part of that. Whew. All right. Zuri, man, cannot not have a great day after talking to that guy. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast. Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.